just appreciate uh, everybody involved with everything this morning and tonight. And uh, what a good day it's been uh, to be in church. Amen? Amen. Amen. And uh, hey, I, I just want to tell you, we have a lot of people that are going through some stuff. My goodness, this morning with Richard and Annette and little Richard, and then tonight with Miss Ada Catherine and Steve and all those, and uh, got some other members that are going through some other stuff at home with uh, pipes busted and uh, just got all kind of stuff. Am I hearing a noise? Is that just my imagination? Do I, do I hear like something whistling? Okay, all right. While they're dealing with that, I'll just keep talking. Um, but uh, I keep... Oh, he's not fixing my noise. Okay, all right. My mic dude's telling me to work on my mic a little bit. All right. Is that better? I heard it's like whew, noise over there. All right, but I hear things. I hear things sometimes. So Matthew 25. Matthew 25 is where we're going to be tonight. And uh, if you see me jump or anything, it's because a noise scared me. Matthew 25, uh, verses 31 through 46. And Ryan's been so kind enough to put it on the screen so y'all can see it there too if you don't have your Bible tonight. And uh, Matthew 25, verse 31 through 46 is what we're going to read. And tonight I'm going to be preaching on the subject, Judgment is Coming. Judgment is Coming. And uh, before I read, uh, I want to pray for us tonight. And I want to pray for all of those that were mentioned, uh, Ryan mentioned, and, and uh, those that maybe I don't even know about. So uh, let's pray. God, we thank you for this day. And God, we thank you for this morning. And and Father, we uh, we just want to lift all these people up to you. Uh, God, we already prayed early in the service, but I just feel led to just just lift them up to you, uh, whether it be uh, home uh, home issues and leaks and water leaks, or whether it be a trip to the hospital tonight. Uh, lots of people around us are are going through some stuff. So, uh, God, we just pray that you would uh, help them, help them all, be with every situation. And uh, God, we just pray that they would see you in whatever the situation is. We love you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you would stand, Matthew 25, we're going to read verses 31 through 46. Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46 say, When the Son of Man comes in His glory, all the holy angels with Him, then He will sit on the throne of His glory. All the nations will be gathered before Him, and He will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from his goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of my brethren, you did it to me. Then I will say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me. And I was naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. 
Then they also will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison or, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away in everlasting punishment, but the righteous will go into eternal life. Thank you, and you may be seated. There is a word that I have come to absolutely despise. All right? Judge. Don't judge me. Don't ju- or, or you're just judging me. Or, or, hey, only God can judge me. And, or, hey, you know, don't, you know, you, you ever hear that? And I'm like, you know, usually, here's why I despise that word. Usually when somebody uses it, no one judged them at all. Usually, if you think about it, maybe somebody just told them the truth. And they get aggravated, oh, don't judge me. How was telling an alcoholic he's an alcoholic judging him? I'm just asking. How is telling someone they're lost and they need Christ judging them? That's just telling them. You need Christ. And, and so many times we, we, we find this, uh, you know, oh, we can't judge, we can't do this. Well, I want to tell you something about judging. I don't know about you. But I do know one thing, and I do find one thing in the Scriptures, and that is a fact that in Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46, judgment is coming. There is coming a day when everyone will give an account. There is coming a day where everyone will stand in a position where they are judged. I'm going to tell you something. It's really scary to think that people don't know about these verses right here. I've never heard this preached. I've been listening to a lot of sermons for a long time. I have never once heard a preacher preach on this subject. I think they're afraid to preach it. I'm going to be honest with you. Because I'm going to tell you something. This is getting real tonight. This is really tough. This is one of those sermons you really kind of hate to do, but you have to do it because it's in the Word of God. And we read it, and there's not really a whole lot of warm and fuzzy stuff. You know? There's either... You're with me or you're against me. You love me or you hate me. You serve or you don't. You did or you didn't. And, and basically what we have here tonight is Jesus coming. We, we see this and it's in red in my Bible. It's red in your Bible. And, and basically that means that these are the words of Christ. And he says, everyone will answer for how they served. You'll notice with me, I've only been here about three months now, I think, if I'm counting right, three months. And you'll notice in my three months here, I have pushed and pushed and pushed for us to serve. Uh, you, you'll see that I have, I have modeled, I hope, I pray, that I pray that I have modeled that. I, I'm not tooting when I say this, I'm not, I'm not bragging when I say this, but we have done some serving since I've been here, only because I believe that when we're judged, when we meet Jesus face to face, and there's going to come a point where He is going to separate people, and on one side, you're going to have people that have been doing what we've been doing, you're going to have people that have not been doing what we've been doing. And I don't want to be on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Let me read a few things to you. Judgment is coming. The first thing I want you to see in Matthew 25, verses 31 through 46, is the, ju- the Lord will judge all on who they knew. If you'll look with me at verses 31, 32, and 33, it says, When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all of the holy angels with Him, then He will sit on the throne of glory. 
all the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides the sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left. He will judge all on who they knew. I'm going to tell you something. Most of the time, and maybe I'm making a blanket statement, you know what, if, if it makes somebody mad, y'all love me, y'all forgive me. Most of the time, people don't like this, this passage because Jesus is, is basically saying, you know what, you're goats and these are my sheep. People don't like to hear that they're a goat. Who in here? Like, that's one of your names, like, that you're, you know, I love, I mean, who wants to be called a goat, right? I mean, a goat's, like, just terrible, right? Like, you know, it's a goat. Now, goats are worth a lot of money, I want to, I want to throw that out there right now. If you've got some goats and you want to give them away, I'll take them, I'll feed them, I'll raise them, I'll sell them, I'll make some money now, because goats are, are, are very valuable. But a goat and a sheep are two different things. A Christian and a lost person are two different things. And we find here in the Scriptures, Jesus is going to take them and He's going to divide them. He's going to weed them out. See, right now, our, our churches, here it comes, are full of goats. Whoa, got quiet. Not just this church, there's goats here. Not just in churches around here, there's, there's goats there. But there are people now. Now, have you ever seen a two-legged goat? I've seen a bunch of two-legged goats in my day. What does a goat do? What is a goat's purpose in the family of God? What is a goat good? What is it good for in the Bible? Not much. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Jesus is going to take these goats. He's going to scatter them. He's going to remove them. He's going to weed them out. He's going to get rid of them. And listen, we don't like these, these tough messages. Whoa. We don't like these tough messages. But I'm going to tell you, things are going to be tough when judgment comes. When, when, when Jesus comes and, and we're all standing before Him and He takes those who hate Him, who sin against Him, who don't have any part of Him, and when He takes them and He throws them away, that's going to be tough. Let's be tough tonight. Let's be honest tonight. There are people within our midst, there are people around us, there are people in our churches, there are people in our life that don't need to be there, that shouldn't be there, and one day they will be removed. They will be dealt with. He will set the sheep on his right hand. Those that belong to him on his right hand. And the goats on the left. The Lord will judge all on who they knew. He will, the Lord will separate the saved from the lost. Tell me what's beautiful about this. Tell me what's warm and fuzzy and positive and encouraging about this. Lost, thrown away, and saved, brought close to the shepherd. And then we see, not only will the Lord judge all on who they knew, the Lord will judge the saved on how they served. Now this is where it gets kind of sticky, okay? Verse 34, Then the king will say to those on my right hand, Come, you blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me drink. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I'm sorry. I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. He says, basically, you ministered. Save people. You ministered. My, my body, my hands, my feet, my church, my bride. You did things in my name 
He says, I was naked, you clothed me, I was sick, and you visited me. He says, the righteous will say, they will say, Lord, when did we do these things? When did we see you hungry? When did we feed you? When, did we, when were, we, uh, were we thirsty and we gave you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in or naked and clothe you? Or when did we come visit you in prison? I mean, all of us don't do these things, right? And they're kind of like, Jesus, what do you mean? Do you mean that, that, you know, that we did this literally? And he kind of comes in and he, he kind of helps them. Verse 40, the king says, I say to you, Inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of my brethren, you did it to me. You see, serving Jesus isn't about always about who we serve. And it's not about you serving. It's about doing it because we do it for Jesus, to Jesus. I want you to think about something. And I don't want to get all weird, okay? I mean, I'm already weird. I can't help being weird. But I want to get even weirder. But I want you to think. Uh, those of you who were at the, the parade a few weeks ago, or la- last weekend, whenever that was, I can't remember, and we were there, and we were, we were handing out hot chocolate, you know, and we were handing out coffee and water and Chick-fil-A biscuits for those that got there early enough to get one while they lasted, and I don't know if you, if you were there, you may remember, people like walked up to us, and they were like, you know, this is awesome, this is what you should be doing, and we're just so thankful that your church is here doing this, and I remember one lady in particular, she said something along the lines of, I, you mean it's free? She was like, you know, really, it's free? I can't believe you're giving us coffee, or I can't believe you're giving us hot chocolate, or I can't believe you're giving us Chick-fil-A. And, and, you know, it was like it just took her back. And I remember seeing, like, these little kids. I don't know if some of y'all remember, there was like these, I think there was like five or six kids, a really big family, and, and their hands were just cold, and they were just, I mean, they were shivering, and, and they just needed coffee. They needed hot chocolate. They needed a warm biscuit. You could just see it on their face. Like, you know, maybe they were just cold. And, and maybe they, just, they had a bone-chilling cold. And, and we gave them those things. We, 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 we presented them with these things. And I don't know about you, but I, but I watched it. And I was just like, this is so cool. Because we are doing exactly what Jesus wants us to do. And I'm going to tell you something. If you're a Christian tonight, and if you're a believer tonight, and if you're a sheep tonight, and if you're saved tonight, you're going to be judged on how you did this. God's going to deal with you. He's going to talk to you about it. You can't just say, well, I'm, just not, I'm not called to do that. No, you are. You are. You are Jesus' hands. You're His feet. You're to do serve. How can I help? How can I be involved? How can I be plugged in? I'm so proud of this church. I was beaming with joy and just beaming with pride because so many of you helped. So many of you donated. So many of you brought coffee. You bought coffee. You bought. I was so proud and I was so, I was just, I was just filled with this, this joy and this pride because we did what Jesus wants us to do. He said, if you do it to the least of these, you did it to me. He'll judge the saved on how they serve, but then he'll judge the lost on how they serve. He, he talks about over here, verses 41, 42, he, he says, Then he will also say to those on the right, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick in the prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will say to him, Lord, when did we see your, you hungry or thirsty or see you a stranger or naked or sick and did not minister to you? And in verse 45, he, he talks about, he says, he says, 
I, I say, if you don't do it to the least of these, you did not do it to me. You know, there are people in the world who need us. There are people in the world who, who need help. And there are people who, who, who don't, do, not, do not belong to Jesus. And, and what we find is there are needs that are not met. There are holes that are not filled. There are things that are not done. And, and, and I really want to tell you that, that there's going to come a time where this is going to kind of, pardon my expression, but hit the fan. You know, I, I was driving. I love to tell this story. I don't think I've ever told it. It's been a long time. Hannah remembers it. Hannah was uh, pregnant with Addie, and, and uh, I don't think she was born yet. And, and I, I had a second job. Uh, I vacuumed a church uh, after Wednesday night service at Mud Creek where I was an intern. And, and I remember I stayed like late. You remember I had to vacuum this huge gym. And, and like it was like just this huge gym. And I had to vacuum every square inch of it. And so I'd be late. But it was extra money. You know, we needed extra money. You know, we were like, we lived on like a dollar a year or something crazy like that while I was in Bible college. I mean, it was. But anyway, we, uh, I, I, was, I was vacuuming one night, and I got done vacuuming, and I called Hannah. I was like, hey, I, I got done vacuuming. I'm on my way home, and I'm going to stop and get gas, and I'm going to be home. And so I'm at this gas station. It's like 10 o'clock at night. My pregnant wife is home by herself, and I'm at the gas station, and this uh, Hispanic gentleman was uh, over to the side, lurking in the shadows, kind of sketchy, you know, and, and I'm like, okay. What's he doing over there in the, in the shadows? This doesn't look cool. And, and so I'm like pumping my gas, like hurry up, pump. I'm ready to get my truck and go to my pregnant wife. I don't need to be out here in the cold with a sketchy Hispanic gentleman hanging in the shadows. And, and, and then guess what? He sees me. He spots me. He starts coming towards me. And I'm like, I'm just, I mean, you know, I'm trying to fill up. And, and it, I fill up and I, I put it in there. And I'm like one leg in the truck. And he gets over there to me. He says, excuse me, sir, can you give me a ride? And I'm like, never, never before. Never, I never picked up a hitchhiker ever. I've never done this. And so I'm like, well, where are you going? He tells me where he's going. I'm like, all right, I'll take you. So he gets in the truck. And while he's in the truck, while he's getting in the truck, I'm like slipping my pocket knife out. I'm like opening it. And I'm like, and I'm hiding it behind, under my leg, right? And, and so I get in the truck, shut the door. We're driving down 26, going back towards Hendersonville. And I'm driving, and, and this Hispanic gentleman, he can't speak a lot of English. And, and so he's trying really hard to talk to me. And, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't really know what you're talking about, but I'm okay. And then we get, and he starts, he starts, I, I say, hey, man, I'm going to let you off right here because this is where my house is. I'm going to let you off right here. And the dude gets loud with me in my truck. He's getting loud. Oh, no, no, I need you to keep going. I'm like, nah, man, I, I got to get off right here. I'll put you, nah, I need you to keep going, keep going straight. He gets like, I said, he gets mad. He's like, I need you to keep going straight. I'm like, nah, dude, you're getting off here, okay? You know, I get mad, and I like knife in one hand, steer one other. I'm about to shank this guy. And, and I, pull, I pull out, I, I turn over, and, and I put him out. I'm like, Merry Christmas. And I just drive off. And I'm like, I, I get on the way home, and I'm like, I will never pick up a hitchhiker ever again. Right? I was like scared to death. I don't think I ever have since that night, five years ago. Let me tell you something, though. I don't know what that night was all about, if that was God or what that was. But I'm going to tell you something. There are so many times those people need us. There's another story, shorter story. Keith Coates, pastor of the last church I served, he said one night he was at the parsonage and uh, his wife and kids were going somewhere and there's a knock on the door. He goes to the door. I'm not being funny, I'm not being cute, I'm telling you the truth. 
he lived out in Paisley, and he was a pastor of High Point Baptist Church out in Paisley, and he was at their parsonage there, and he goes to the door, and there's a man, a homeless man with no hands. Okay, I'm telling you the truth. The guy had no hand, you know, no hands. He said, sir, I'm making my way to so-and-so, and I need some food. And Keith's like, well, come on in. And he brings him in and fixes him supper or, or whatever, and he, he, I think he made him something to drink, and dude takes it. He says, thank you, sir, I appreciate it, I'll be on my way. And he said, well, come into the pantry, and he fills his pack up with, you know, stuff. And uh, the guy had, I think the guy had like, fixed up a way where he could open cans, and he, you know, he, you know, so he wasn't totally helpless, he just didn't have anything. So, so Keith puts it in the bag, and they, they head down the road, and, and or heads, he heads, heads out the door, and Keith says, hey, where are you going? The gentleman says, well, I'm heading this way. And Keith says, well, I'll take you part of the way. So he puts him in his car, and he takes him down the street, and He's like, all right, this is as far as I can go. But he's like, nah, I'm just going to take you a little bit farther. Well, no, nah, this is as far as I can go. Oh, no, nah, I'm going to take you a little bit farther. Oh, no, no. And he can't, next thing you know, they're all the way to the other side of Fort Lone, right? I mean, that's how far they got. And so finally, right before you get to Fort Lone, you'll, you'll know where the Catawba Fish Camp is. There's a bridge right there. And Keith took him uh, to the edge of that bridge and put him out and said, God bless you, man. And reached in his wallet and, and uh, gave him like 20 bucks or something like that. And fed him, towed him a little way, gave him 20 bucks. And took off, went, went down, turned around, went back towards Lancaster. And Keith just, he's like, that didn't, I'm going to take him a little bit farther. So Keith turns around, goes back, dude's gone. Gone. Now, Keith said he, I mean, he, it's a second, 30 seconds he was gone. Where'd he go? I mean, you know. Keith said he really believes to this day. He says, I really believe that was an angel. Or that was somebody God sent to see what I would do. I really believe that to this day. He said, you cannot tell me that wasn't somebody God sent my way. He says, now maybe dude was just super duper camouflaged. And he just went in the woods and hid. Okay? But I don't think so. Guys, how many people do we meet? How many strangers are there that are in our neighborhood? How many people are around that we need to be helping and we need to be serving and we blow it? I want to, I want to pat you on the back. Y'all are doing far better than you... You should be, ex- I mean, y'all are just doing great. Um, Tristan, uh, we read the card from his mother, and, and I mean, they had one of the best Christmases. He said, How, it took you two and a half hours to open presents, he told me. I mean, they just had a great present, a uh, great, uh, great Christmas. Uh, y'all had supper, lunch fixed for you. We, we've helped them with gas. We've prayed for them. We, we've served Bethune. More's coming. We're doing such a good job, I think, but that's what we're supposed to be doing. Verse 25 all the way, Matthew 25, verses 31, all the way from 46, outline that the Lord is going to judge us on how we served. When we Christians serve others, we are serving Jesus. This is our goal. This should be our motive. This should be our purpose. We should pray for the lost. We should serve the world. We should find needs and meet them. I was talking with someone uh, earlier, and, and they were talking about how, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm imposing on you. And I said, listen, this is my job. You're not. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I said, when the church tells me we can't do it anymore, I'll quit. Because that is my job. I want to tell you something, church. God's going to judge us. He's going to separate us. And He's going to judge us on how we served. Maybe, just maybe, I don't want to get weird, but just maybe, there's someone in your life right now you need to be serving. I don't know who it is. No clue. Maybe there's a neighbor. Maybe there's an old widow. Maybe there's a 
you know, an elderly person who, who needs something. If it was my grandmother or my aunt or, or my widow, I hope you would serve them. But maybe it's just someone Jesus placed directly in your path to serve. And I want to tell you something. When you serve them, you're serving Jesus himself. Why not us start tonight, committing tonight to continue what we've started, continue, to continue what we're doing, to continue serving Jesus? You don't do it for the glory. You don't do it for the accolades. You don't do it to get patted on the back. You do it because it's Jesus. We're doing it for Jesus. I want to close us in prayer. And uh, as I pray, uh, Ryan's going to come up. He's going to lead us. Would you join me as we pray? God, we thank you for Matthew 25. We thank you for the, the scripture we read tonight. God, it's, it's all about you. It's all about Jesus. And we, we know this. And tonight as we sing, come as you are. Tonight, I, I pray that. If there's anyone within the sound of my voice who wants to serve better, God, pray they'd come. Let me pray with them or get this altar and pray. God, I pray if there's anyone within the sound of my voice tonight, we talked about the first point is how God's going to separate the saved and the lost. I pray that tonight if there's someone in my, within the sound of my voice who's lost and doesn't know you, I pray that tonight we could, we could pray with them or we could talk with them or we could show them the scriptures or, or we could do something to help them. And God, some of us tonight, we, we've been waiting on this encouragement to, to continue what we've already been doing or continue uh, what we've got started doing. Or, or God, some of us tonight, we didn't know really that this was in the Bible, God. Maybe we didn't even know that, that God's going to judge us on, on how we serve tonight. I pray that we would take these truths, apply it to our hearts and our minds and our lives, God. And, and tonight, as we sing, come as you are, I pray that anyone today, anything they need to do, God, maybe someone needs to join this church. Maybe someone needs to be a, uh, become a Christian and, and ask you to save them tonight. Whatever they need to do, I, need, I, need, I just pray that they would listen to the song and come as they are tonight. Come as you are tonight, folks. And God, just lead us. Lead us to come. Lead us to come and, and do with you, handle our business with you. Nobody's too far. No one's done anything too bad. There's nothing you can't handle, God. Let us lay it at your feet tonight. We ask all those things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's sing. Stand.